She's a business mogul. Number one. And wellness expert. How can I help? And now Chantel Ray and her amazing guests are here to guide you on your wellness journey. Time to level up. Welcome to the Waste Away Podcast. Hello and welcome back to the 400th episode of the Waste Away Podcast. Thank you so much for listening and following us this far. We are so excited to bring you today's extra special Q&A episode with Chantel Ray. We'll be asking a couple questions here and let's just dive right in. So first question, let's go back to the beginning. What inspired you to look into fasting and wellness in the first place? Tell us your story. Yeah, so I have always struggled with my weight. It's been a really big piece of my every part of me, like just from growing up. I remember my uncle at one point, like he'd see me and maybe I gained like five or 10 pounds and he'd like put his hand on my stomach. He's like, oh, it looks like you've been eating too much and looks like you've gained some weight. And I was just like, okay, jerk off, you know? And, uh, but I feel like I just, it's really held me back in certain ways. And, you know, a lot of people would look at my life and they're like, yeah, it doesn't seem like it's really held you back because it, it hasn't held me back because I haven't allowed it to, but it's has held me back if that makes sense. So like, for example, like I don't do as many videos as I want to do. Cause let's say I'm feeling like I'm fat or I'm feeling some kind of way. Um, so that is really a big deal for me. And I feel like I've always wanted to help other women who felt that same way. And it's just one of those struggles that you say, okay, if this has held me back, how can I help other people? And so for me, I did intermittent fasting. I lost, you know, 40 pounds doing it. And, you know, I don't think that I'm hundred percent where I want to be. And the reason why I say that is because I'm still about five to 10 pounds right now from where I really want to be. And so sometimes I get there and then I'll gain like five or 10 pounds back. So it's not like, I'm like, Oh my God, I've got to lose 30 pounds. I'm not, I'm not in that kind of mode, but I still don't like feeling like, Oh, I, I wish I would lose five or 10 pounds. So I feel like I'm like 90% of the way there. I don't feel like I'm a hundred, but I feel like that's, that's kind of God keeping me a little bit being able to relate to people and really understand that. Cause like, and I, I think it also helps keep me grounded. Cause I always say like, if I was like 10 pounds, like where I want to be and like just perfect, perfect Patty, I might be a little bit too like, Hey, look at me, like, boom, you know, all this. So I feel like it keeps me humble and keeps me a little bit grounded, but I love, love, love helping teaching people about intermittent fasting because it truly has been a game changer for me. And if, if I go the rest of my life and I'm five or 10 pounds more than I want to be fine, you know, that's kind of how I feel. I'm still overall happy with, with where I'm at and I'm happy with how I look and it is what it is. 
Thank you so much. I feel like, you know, even now, and, and again, part of the reason why I am like five or 10 pounds more than I want to be is because still to this day, I can tell that every once in a while, like if I'm really stressed, you know, I just have an extremely stressful job. We, um, uh, my company is Kanzel Realty. We are now in 18 states across the country and our goal is to go public in a year. So it's not like, it's like, you know, just like some little thing that I'm doing, you know, it's like, oh, I just, you know, show houses during the week. Like, no, I don't show houses anymore. I'm running a company with our intention to go public. I'm meeting with attorneys on a regular, I just got off the call with an attorney for the last hour about what our strategy is to go public and who we need to hire and what our goal needs to be to get there and all of that. So it's, it's really high level stuff. And there are days where I can tell that I'm so drained and so stressed that my first reaction is to run to food instead of running to God. And I have to get to a place that no matter what, like if I'm stressed, that I do not ever run to food. That's never, ever on the table. And I would say most of the time I don't, but there are definitely days that I still do. And that's what's keeping that extra five to 10 pounds off. And for the most part, I don't, but that's really the key that I have to get there. Like I said, I'm 90% there. I just still have a couple of days where I just, I'm not perfect (laughs) and it is what it is, right? Hey guys, I want to tell you about a product that I'm completely obsessed with right now. It's called Buy Optimizers, and one of them is called Magnesium Breakthrough. And the reason why I love it so much is because it has all seven forms of magnesium in one bottle. It literally upgrades virtually every function in your body, like helps you with your sleep, helps you with stress, which I'm under a lot of stress right now, working a lot. And then the second one is called Massimes, and it's a really potent enzyme blend for digestive function. And so we literally did a test with this. It was so cool with steak. And then we put the masszymes in there and it literally broke down the steak. So if you're like getting tired after you're eating, you need this because it will optimize your digestion and really help you with absorption and absorbing those nutrients. So I have really good news. If you go to magbreakthrough.com slash Chantel Ray, that's magbreakthrough.com slash Chantel Ray, you will get a discount code. You've got to try it. I love it. All right. Question number two, what are your fasting practices and principles? So basically, you know, for me personally, when I first started, I first started doing an eight hour eating window and then 16 hours of fasting. So what that looked like for me was I started eating around 10 and being done eating around six o'clock. So that was eight hours that I ate in. And the rest of the time I fasted, I didn't actually lose weight when I did that. And I think the reason was because before I was eating from like, I usually started, I maybe had something to eat around nine and was done around seven or six or seven. So it was like, 
how I normally ate before. I didn't know that I was even doing intermittent fasting. It was just, that's kind of, I would eat from between nine and seven or something like that. So that didn't make an impact for me. It was when I started going down to about a six hour eating window that I really started seeing results. So I, now I don't eat until about noon and then we'll eat from like 12 to six, or sometimes I do one to seven. Um, sometimes I'll do 11 to five, something like that. But around a six hour eating window is kind of my sweet spot. And then if I really want to lose weight, I'll kind of bring it down to like a four hour eating window where maybe I'll eat something around two, something really small. And then I'll eat dinner around like five o'clock. Um, that's kind of where I really will lose weight. And when I interviewed, what I did was I interviewed over a thousand women and I said, what do you do? Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Every one of them, they were like, I don't eat breakfast. I just have coffee in the morning. Literally every one of them. And, <laughs> and none of them said I do intermittent fasting. They didn't even use that word. They didn't use that term. They just said, I don't eat breakfast. And then they would say, you know, some of them ate it in 12 and some of them ate it too. The ones that were the thinnest. Okay. So my thinnest friends, they're like, you know, I usually eat something around two. I have a small snack. Um, and then I have dinner and then that's it. That's all I eat. And so I created a book called a meal and a tasting. Cause after I interviewed everyone, it was like, oh, I have one meal and I have a tasting. I was like, I have a one meal and I have a tasting. I'm like, ding, ding, ding. This is what the key is. And so for me personally, that's how I feel the best is I have one meal. I eat what I want. I eat what I'm craving. I don't deprive myself. I don't have a lot of junk though. Like I know that I don't feel good. So like I never eat gluten. And the reason is, is if I eat gluten, I just feel horrible. But um, I try not to eat a lot of dairy. I try not to eat a lot of grains, but I, it's funny. I just got off of another interview and I told the girl, I said, for me, I have to eat 80% like whole foods, lean vegetables, meat, and fruit and vegetables. But then 20% of what I eat has to just be whatever I want. You know, like if I'm craving this, I eat it. And the, the thing with me personally, if I start eating too clean, I gain weight. And right now I've been trying to eat so like clean, clean, clean. I actually gain like five or seven pounds because when I eat too healthy, my portions will be bigger and I don't feel satisfied. So for example, today I went to Chipotle and a lot of times I don't get rice because I'm just not trying to eat grains. Today I was like, you know what? I really want some rice. I got rice with my meal. I ate a lot smaller of a portion that I would have gotten and I'm completely satisfied. And so I don't think people realize how important it is to eat what your body is calling for so that you can click on that satiety belt and not be so, so focused on, while I think it's really important on, you know, eating healthy, I try not to eat um, any kind of vegetable oils because I've been learning about how bad like soybean oil, coke cottonseed oil uh, is, but like I'll eat healthy fats like olive oil or um, avocado oil or co coconut oil. That sort of oils are great. 
But like, there's a few things in my diet. Like I just will not eat gluten. I really try not to eat those kind of oils. But like, for example, if I want French fries, I will, you know, make some in some avocado oil or an olive oil that I can, you know, take some sweet potatoes and fry them up. And now I'm eating those fries, but it's a matter of paying attention to what I want. And then will that fill my satiety bucket and filling that satiety bucket will make you eat less food. And then sometimes like I will just want a regular old fry. Like my son was like, mom, can we go to Chick-fil-A? And, you know, I was like, how can I have two of your French fries? I ate two of his French fries and that it did it for me. You know, I was fine. I was like, okay, I had my two French fries and now I'm okay. And so not deprive, finding a way that you can not deprive yourself is absolutely really key. It's just the most important thing of like eating healthy but also not depriving yourself. It's that really fine balance and you have to work on it all the time. All right, question number three. What are some of the benefits of intermittent fasting? There's so many benefits of intermittent fasting, but one of the things that's really important is the insulin. So like I, it drives me crazy. I have a couple of good friends that are, um, trainers and you know how trainers are. They're always like eat every three hours and blah, blah, blah. And make sure that you, you know, (laughs) eat this amount of protein and just, they make you crazy, but there is scientific evidence that shows that your insulin levels, okay. Your blood levels of insulin drop significantly, which facilitate fat burning your human growth hormone, your HGH levels, Um, can increase dramatically, which is really important for your hormones. The cellular repair, like your body induces this important cellular repair process. And it basically removes all that waste material from your cells. And it's just so, so good for your body. And if you think about it, I love to give this example. It's my favorite example. If I have money in my pocket right now, let's pretend that I had $50 in my pocket and let's say I had $500 in the bank. If I went to the store and I had $50 in my pocket and something cost $25, I just pull the $50 out and pay for it, right? I'm not gonna drive all the way to the bank and take that money out because I already have it in my pocket. It's the exact same thing with glucose. So what happens is your body needs fuel. So it goes, do do I have any glucose in the body right now? And if you're feeding it, even if it's healthy stuff, it's going to use that for fuel. When it runs out of that, it's going to then go to the fat or go to the bank to try to get the money out, right? Mm -hmm. It's going to try to get the fat from your hips and your thighs and everywhere else. And now it goes to that to try to get fuel. And that's what's so, so important for you to be able to do is go, you've got to get to a deficit where you go, my body needs to get the stored fat from my hips, my thighs, my butt, my wherever it is, that extra stuff. 
It's got to go there. And, and there really are so many benefits of it. And part of it is just thinking about your cells, right? So if you think about how many cells that you have, they the cells almost like die and allow you to get more cells, which is really, really important. And I have seen personally and have stories after stories after stories that it can reduce insulin resistance and it lowers your risk of type 2 diabetes. Literally type 2 diabetes has become absolutely rampant. It is the main feature of why high blood blood sugar levels is, you know, tied into insulin resistance. And anything that reduces insulin resistance is what's going to help lower blood sugar levels and protect against type 2 diabetes. And I'm telling you, I was pre-diabetic, okay? Meaning when I woke up in the morning, if you're, when you take your blood sugar, if it's over 100, between 100 and 120, you are pre-diabetic. When I would wake up in the morning and I would take my fasting blood sugar, I would be between around 103 to 105, okay? Which is not crazy, right? But still I'm in that category of pre-diabetic. Now, when I wake up in the morning, if I took my fasting blood sugar, I'm around 70 to 80. My fasting blood sugar, because of intermittent fasting, I have done a complete turnaround with that. And so it's helped in so many ways. Hey guys, I'm so excited. My new book, One Meal and a Tasting is out now. And if you order the book on Amazon, just the regular paperback edition, if you go in and make a review, you will get the audio book for free. Send a copy of your receipt to questions at chantelrayway.com and you'll get the audio book right away. Question number four, what do you usually eat after fasting? Yeah. So one of the things that I like to say is if you are eating a clean diet where you are eating lots of lean protein, lots of vegetables, a little bit of fruit, and then that should be the majority of what you're eating. 80% of what you're eating is that, right? And I'm, like I said, the oils are really, really important. I don't eat oils that are cottonseed oil, peanut oil, uh, soybean oil, all vegetable oil, none of that. The only oils that I will have are olive oil, coconut oil, avocado oil. So like the other day I was really craving chips. I did have some chips. But I had them, if you go to Trader Joe's, they have them where they're cooked in olive oil. I will eat those chips. Am I eating tons and tons of them? No, I'm not. But 80% of what I want to eat is falls in that kind of clean category. And then 20% of it is I eat what my body is craving. So if I'm craving those chips, I'll get them but I'm going to get them made with olive oil. So I know that I'm not putting that disgusting oil in my body. And just in general, I've tried to eat an organic diet. I'm trying to eat grass-fed meats. I'm trying to eat grass-fed beef um, and so forth. And then with my fruit, I can get really out of control with fruit. So I eat a little bit of it. I eat what I'm craving, but I don't go crazy because I actually can eat, that's when, again, and when you see me a little bit heavier than I normally am, if I'm five to seven pounds more, 
I have just gone a little crazy with the fruit. And so I have to kind of back that down a little bit. So our fifth question is, what is the best way to approach fasting if you have a sweet tooth? So one thing that I've been doing a lot of is I've been eating a lot of I'll do a chocolate protein shake that has very little sugar and I'll put half of a banana or a quarter of a banana in there and with ice and blend it up. And I feel it really takes away those, those cravings big time. Cause what it does is that I have that chocolate feeling. I have a little bit of that potassium. I have a little bit of the banana, but it's not crazy. And it's really made a difference because I'm the exact same way. I love sweets. One of the things that I have to be really careful of is having too much sweets, but having that chocolate protein shake with a little bit of a banana, it really does it for me. So I would try that. And then the other thing I'll do is find like some organic dark chocolate or, um, I'll have, and I'll have something in my purse where it's kind of already pre-packaged where I know that it's just this amount and I have that amount and then I have to walk away or I'll have a cup of coffee um, or a cup of hot tea that, that really takes away my craving. So anytime I'm craving something sweet, I'll have a cup of hot tea is like a miracle worker. I have a friend of mine who's super, super skinny and she has like seven cups of tea a day. And she says she'd be at least 10 to 15 pounds heavier if she didn't have as much uh, tea as she has. And it really takes away all those cravings. Hey guys, I really want you to join our Intermittent Fasting and OMAD Facebook group. We're doing tons of giveaways right now for posting your before and after pictures and just for posting a question in there. We're giving away free protein shakes, some digest aid, all kinds of fun stuff. So please join our Intermittent Fasting and OMAD Facebook group. The link is in the show notes. Question number six. Do you exercise in a fasted state? And if so, how do you avoid feeling tired? Mm. So I am the opposite. I can't, if I work, if I eat something, I can't work out because then I'm like, oh my gosh, I literally feel like I just can't work out. Like, I, I don't know what it is, but I can't. And I only work out in a fasted state every single morning. I wake up, I work out usually at 5.30 a.m. or 6 a.m. every single morning. and I've just gotten used to it. And what you have to do is just push yourself to do it a couple times. It doesn't matter if you're tired. I don't care how you feel. You just push through. I would work out with some friends, work out with the trainer. Like I have a trainer that I work out with and we have four people. So we each only pay like $15. So it's like not, you know, so much money each session, but get into a group, kind of work with a trainer that you can do it with a bunch of friends and just, you can, you got to have a buddy there with you in the very beginning, but now I've just gotten so used to it, but you've got to mentally just say, I'm working out in a fasted state. I will be fine and move forward because I never work out when I eat. And it's to me a game changer. Cause now again, I'm burning fat and burning calories when I'm in a fasted state and it helps to me with the weight loss that I want. 
All right, so here's our final question. What would you like to tell people as an encouragement for their fasting journey? If someone is listening to this and they are struggling and they are saying, you know what, I really need kind of a boost. The thing that really is the game changer is you have to fix between your ears. And what you have to do is you have to say to yourself, I am never going to turn to food when I'm upset, when I'm stressed, when I'm sad, when I'm bored, when I'm lonely. I'm only going to use food for one purpose, and that is because my body is physically hungry. I'm hearing my stomach growl, and I know that I'm hungry. And then anytime that I want to eat when I'm not physically hungry, I need to say, to myself, I need to go, okay, let me stop right now and pray. God, what I want to do right now is I want to run and go eat the brownies and the chips and everything else that I know I don't need. And because I'm not physically hungry, I'm asking you to please help me to not eat. And I'll give you a perfect example. We have this cake that this lady makes. Her name is Joe. And it is my favorite cake in the world. Like it is like to die for. I don't know what it is about this cake, but I love it. And basically what happened was I knew I wanted some more of this cake and I'd already had like a couple bites and I had it in the sink and I was like, God, please, I just pray that you help me to not eat any more of this cake. And what happened was I still went and like got it. And I ended up like cutting. I was like, I'm just going to have a little piece. That's it. I ended up cutting it. And what happened was, I guess I moved it and the whole cake ended up falling into the sink. And I was like, oh my gosh, thank you, God. You really did listen. Like I didn't plan it. I was planning on eating that little piece of cake. And I ended up, you know, I had prayed about it. So you've got to kind of run from the scene. Like as soon as you feel like you're about to cave, you've got to go upstairs. You've got to go outside for a walk. You've got to, it's kind of like if you're tempted you have to run from the situation because if you run to the kitchen, you might as well forget it. You are done. I think the one thing that I'd love to leave everyone with today is that getting friends who are really on board with what you're doing is extremely important. I have a Facebook group that's called Intermittent Fasting and OMAD group. I'd love for you to join that group with us. If you go to uh, ChantelRayWay.com, the biggest thing that I've seen is that I've had people say to me, so I've written four books now and I have Waste Away, Fasting to Freedom, One Meal in a Tasting and Freedom from Food. And I have three of the books on audiobook. And the thing that has been the biggest game changer I've had people say to me, and I've said it so many times, and then they write a message. And I hear people who say, you know, I read the book and I lost five pounds, or I read the second book, I lost 10 pounds. But then when I listened to it on audiobook and I did it, listened to it three or four times, it clicked. And all of a sudden I now lost, you know, my last 30 pounds or whatever it is. And you did not gain this weight. You have to retrain your mind. So you have to be listening to this stuff over and over again. You know, I have a podcast called waste away. And so it's like, listen to the podcast 
every single day and keep reminding yourself of all these different things. Because if you don't, it's too easy to kind of get swayed away in the wrong direction. Hey guys, thanks for listening to today's podcast. If you enjoy the podcast, it would mean the world to us for you to leave a review on iTunes to get this podcast out to others that may have the same questions that you do. And as always, if you have a question that you want answered, email those to questions at chantelrayway.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.